Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, loving Jesus by loving people. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. that Satan is the personification of evil. Scripture tells us this, but honestly, we don't need Scripture to tell us that. We just need to look at the world around us. We see this in full effect. And while he is evil, the Bible says that humanity is also evil, and that while Satan may tempt us, he can only tempt us into what our hearts secretly desire to do. When Satan's evil meets with our evil inclinations, horrible things can happen, and we see such a thing in today's verses. In previous verses, Herod had asked the Magi to tell him where Jesus was, but the Magi slipped away without telling him. This story continues in Matthew chapter 2, verses 16 through 18, which says, When Herod realized that he'd been outwitted by the Magi, he was furious, and he gave orders to kill all the boys in Bethlehem and its vicinity who were two years old and under, in accordance with the time he had learned from the Magi. Then what was said through the prophet Jeremiah was fulfilled. A voice is heard in Ramah, weeping and great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children and refusing to be comforted because they are no more. This scene is sometimes called the Massacre of the Innocents, and honestly, what could be more evil than this? To slaughter children in the name of preserving your throne, your power, yourself, this is pure evil in action. There is nothing that could be worse. Some have elevated the numbers of those killed into the hundreds or thousands, but Bethlehem was a very small town. Even if we include the surrounding areas, it's not likely that the number was that many, which of course does not make Herod any less vicious or the act any less atrocious. And just to step on our idea of the classic nativity scene yet again, it should be noted that Herod wanted every boy two years old and under to be killed in accordance with the time that the Magi had given him, the time that the star had appeared. So this likely means that the star had been appearing for two years, and some have suggested that the Magi had been traveling for two years, which is where the idea of We Three Kings of Orient comes from in that old song. The Bible doesn't say that they came from that area of the world, it doesn't say that they were traveling for the whole time either, but it's possible that they had come a long way. The two years number has led most people to conclude that Jesus was likely not at the nativity scene when the Magi found him, but he was a toddler, the star having appeared at his birth two years earlier. The text is not explicit on these details, and certainly the focus of this passage should not be trying to quibble over dates and times, but remembering the horrific act that Herod had taken and taking time to honor and, if we are being sensitive, to grieve with those who lost in that time. Again, our author Matthew draws this event in as another fulfillment of biblical prophecy. This is Matthew's bread and butter. This is what he does. For him, it is the clearest sign that Jesus is the promised Messiah, that he fulfills the word of the Lord. Even the actions surrounding his birth, even the actions after he is growing up, are all connected in scripture, even the horrible ones. God knew this was coming. And really, what could be more horrible than this awful scene? Satan and evil men push hard when God starts to move. Moses' birth was met with a similar scene of slaughter of innocents. God's work is good, and hell resists God's work every time. 
As you go about your day-to-day, think about your life or take a look at the world around you to where you see evil pushing hard. And take some time to pray into that situation, asking for God's faithfulness, asking for God's goodness to shine through, asking for God's victory in the difficult situation. 